T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, last night at Little Caesars, the Red Wings beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-1. Really close game. A wings added on an empty net and then a goal by Cider late uh, to make it 4-1. Joining us now is the head coach, uh, Derek Lalone. How are you doing, Nosey? How, what's going on? I'm good. Thanks for having me, boys. Oh, love to have you on. As as always, we talked to you, you know, when you got the job before the season. Uh, very exciting game last night, you know, with obviously yeah, Toronto's a terrific team. Matthews didn't play, but they're still really, really good. You had to be pleased what you saw last night. Very. We've actually played Toronto very well this year. Uh, despite losing to them two times uh, before this, uh, we actually our two games we we easily could have won. We defended well in those games. Uh, those underlying numbers, um, our analytics guys, the little uh, minions, the nerds up in the front <laughs> office, told us you know we probably could have won both of those games. But sure, they did. Both of those games. <laughs> They're, uh, they're all-star type players were the difference. Uh, last night, we were able to turn a tight game. Uh, we executed special teams, which has been an issue for us of late, and just was a really good win, and uh, the guys got what they deserved. Uh, when, when those uh, little Indians come down and they say, you know, hey, you could have won those two games, <laughs> do you look at them kind of cross-eyed and go, yeah, no crap? <laughs> no, well, it's the other end. Like, for instance, take the uh, Winnipeg game, for instance, uh, and basically it was a you know, poor defensive effort, but we filled the net with seven goals. And they came down and basically told us we were not very good. And that's more of the contentious, yeah, thanks tips. Let me write that down. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but that's all part of it. Yeah, some of the analytics I understand and others I don't. They're really coming. Yeah. To me, it's more so than hockey than other sports, you can see with your eyes who's playing well, right? You don't need yeah. the, the proof. We're not 100%. good. Like it, yeah, I mean, you don't have, like the other night we scored seven goals, but they had all the puck possession. Even last night we got outshot 31-21. But you could tell we were had the better of the chances. Uh, you know, we're the team with, this, with, this, with the shots in the slot area. And, you know, for instance, we only gave up one grade A slot shot against them last night, despite giving up 31 shots. So, yeah, you kind of get a feel for it. I think hockey's never going to be – maybe where baseball is because it's not a static sport. There's just, it's so fluent. I don't think analytics will ever dominate it like some of the other sports, but it's a great tool and it's something we've used to make ourselves better here. You, you guys are five points out of the wild card. You're basically at the halfway point of the season. Uh, judge where your team is uh, halfway through. Yeah, I'm happy. I, I think if anyone realistically with the expectations we had this year, if we were going to be sitting here at a you know, potential 88, 90-point pace, I think anybody would have taken it. Uh, the average fan, 
uh, anyone in our locker room. Uh, as a coach, you kind of always sitting there wanting more. Uh, it's just the human nature of us. Um, I will say we've had ups and downs with our play. Um, there's parts in the game that have been sporadic. You know, I just mentioned how our special teams have been sporadic of late. But I, I give this group credit. They've they compete, uh, their will. Um, I'm not a betting man, but I get depressed every single time I'm watching ESPN and the bottom line ticker comes up and we're minus 60 every single night. I mean, <laughs> Vegas isn't into losing money. Um, but, but I think that says something about our guys that we're sitting here over 500. Uh, we feel like we can win every night. It's certainly a work in progress, but you know, we're almost exactly at the halfway mark after Saturday and I'm pretty darn pleased with this group. So Stoney asks you, you know, hey, judge your team uh, over the first half. How about yourself? Uh, you know, hey, first head coaching job. You've had a lot of challenges. We'll discuss some of those in just a moment. But how have you been able to self-evaluate the first half of your first season? Yeah, probably reflect the team. Obviously, there's some areas in the game I'm happy with our staff. Uh, we're a much better team defensively. We're hard to play against, much more hard to play against. Uh, last night is those type of wins. We've had a handful of these wins where we just we just didn't give up the middle of the ice, and we literally go out of this game giving up seven, eight, nine chances total. Where you know the average in the league is you know probably in that 16, 17, 18 range. Um, so you know there's parts of that. Um, you know again that sporadic play within our special team. So it's tough to evaluate myself because uh, it's you know, it's an everyday I mean just the emotional roller coaster of this last week we played three pretty darn good games last week and which we were defended well we had a great five on five play and we find a way to lose every single game uh, we come out and lay an absolute egg the other night against Winnipeg and we win and then we put together a great performance last night. So um, I think I probably reflect the team, probably a work in progress. You talk about the defense. I mean, last year for the full season, the goal differential was a staggering minus 82. Right now you guys are at minus 10. That's a hell of a, you know, improvement, isn't it? The team defense, uh, for sure. Uh, I think the play of Billy Huso. Um, has given us uh, an opportunity at nights. You know, he's probably exactly like our team. He's he's had some ups and downs in his games, uh, but when he's been at the top of his game, like he was last night, we're a good team. It's something we emphasize uh, even a little more of keeping the puck out of the net than putting it in the net. And so far, it's been good buy-in, and I think we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, I mentioned some of the challenges. Obviously, offensively, you've had a number of injuries. How big of a challenge has it been to generate offense knowing that the the guys you were counting on in the offseason, you went out and signed, some of those guys haven't been available? Been very difficult. I will say this, though. Everybody goes through injuries. We went through those injuries at the beginning of the year. We literally had four to five, six of our top eight, nine forwards out. This happened to them towards the end of last year. When I say them, the Detroit Red Wings, and they had no chance. The fact that Steve went out and increased our depth, um, had some sneaky good signings along with some of the top free agent type signings. Even through that time, we kind of stayed above water. Uh, we found ways to win in different ways. Uh, and now that we start getting bodies back, Fabrice back, obviously scored three goals and. This four games has been back. We finally got Tyler Bertuzzi back. Uh, we're starting to get some of these bodies back, and uh, I think it's a credit to the guys, but it's more a credit to 
just just having a little more depth uh, that's helped us through these injuries. I was going to ask you about Fabry. He's really played well so far. I mean, obviously, I adds the power play, so he's been a plus. I was at the game last night. It seems Bertuzzi had chances. He looks, you know, on the big screen, you can't really tell everything, but is uh, he look, has he lost a little bit of confidence right now? I, I don't know. Cause I, I doubt maybe confidence, but he just he, the poor guys haven't been able to get any rhythm whatsoever, yeah. uh, let alone the injuries. People forget he was injured through camp. So he missed the front end of training camp. Uh, he gets literally four periods in breaks his hand, he's out for six weeks, he gets back, it's a handful of games in, and breaks uh, another hand. He's running out of hands to break. That's a good <laughs> thing. Uh, so, uh, and then it's just, you, you just, you don't, you just, you can't practice. I mean, he's not, you know, he's, his line mates are 40 games in, we have a rhythm as a team. It's just, it's really hard to simulate actual NHL game. And uh, I just think it's, that's going to, this is going to take him some time. I want to ask you about one other player who probably gets overlooked. I mean, the big publicity he got was when he did the gritty on ice. But Jake Wallman has been really, really good. Uh, has he been a surprise to you? Yes. Uh, you know, not knowing a lot of him, a little bit of him. Uh, one of my college teammates coached him, in, coached him in college. And so I was a little bit familiar with him. Obviously, I got some feedback from him and He's always had a skill set. Uh, he can skate. He can shoot. It's just putting it all together. He's you know he's went through some injuries. Really didn't know what to expect, and he's been he's been excellent. And a credit to him as as he kept playing better and better and better. We just kept moving up our depth chart. Um, now he's in the midst of uh, first guy down on the penalty kill, getting the number one matchups. He's getting power play time. Um, you know, it's now this challenge for him is to keep it at a consistent level, but been a pleasant surprise, and hopefully uh, our staff and him can keep it going. How about your uh, your sophomores, your second year players? How have you seen them develop? Because um, there's obviously some challenges that some of them have gone through in their second year. How have you seen uh, Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider continue to develop? I think they've been excellent. Uh, they're going to have ups and downs. You know, they're literally twenty and twenty one years old. Um, I, you know, I think the expectations, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I use the word fair. Uh, they had phenomenal seasons last year, but a lot of it was, I'm not going to say meaningless hockey, but, you know, they got to a point down the stretch. It's It looks a little different than winning hockey. And, and what I mean by that, now we're asking Lucas to be a little more responsible on his own. And uh, we're asking most Sider to take a little more risk out of this game. Uh, and they've done that. So, uh, I know I get these questions all the time. Is Mo having a slump year? And I'm sitting here like he's our best player every single night. He has his ups and downs. I think people just relate it to offense. But you can see there's games he just takes over physically. Uh, when we're struggling defensively, he's the one guy getting stops and getting pucks out. I know the pucks went in for him lately. With it. He's got five or six points in the last couple of games. But really happy both of them natural bumps in the road uh, for young players and you know other teams the players of that caliber they're coming in on another team in the number four or five role on d or they're coming in on the third line it's just the reality of where we're at we've asked a lot of those guys and i think they've done great uh i read somewhere that you intend to have uh, dan campbell speak to your team is that accurate and uh, is I'm, that I'm, process I'm I'm hunting him, man. I'm hunting him. I want him. I like this vibe. I, I left a message yesterday. 
I don't know Dan, but what a, I mean, I'm no different than anyone else. I watch his interviews. I get inspired. I watch what his team did the second half of the year. I watch Hard Knock. So great. And just to his personality, uh, my PR guy contacted his PR guy literally yesterday, and he's like, hey, uh, Newsy would like Dan to come talk to the guys. And he told his PR guy, he goes, Newsy does know I've only won 12 games here, doesn't he? <laughs> it's just the self-deprecating. I thought it was hilarious. Obviously, he's on an 8-1 and heater to finish his year. He's doing <laughs> just fine. But I just I don't know him yet, but, but you just love the personality where it's like, like, is Derek crazy? He knows I've only won 12 games here. But, yeah, so <laughs> – uh, I don't know when we'll get her going. I'm going to hunt him down. Uh, I'm not going to let him off the hook because I, I think our guys are love. We've had kind of a little uh, football theme. Uh, our post award is a football helmet with a couple inspiring words, and you know we have those Michigan guys in here. Andrew um, uh, Cop was an unbelievable football player. Probably could play Division One football. Uh, and I see even our some of our guys even got some of the Euros to watch some of the college football here. So. Uh, I think it would be awesome, and yeah, we're trying to hunt him down. So you, you, you let him know we're coming after him. Well, we got to let him off the hook. Well, we got to get my partner here, who actually played for Michigan ten years in the NFL, national championship team with. You got to go down there, John, and talk to the, the, the Red Wings. Uh, the, the, some of the Michigan guys, yeah, yeah. whoever, yeah. the whole team. Oh, uh, we got like well, obviously Larkin and Tom played here, but our video coach, our two video coaches, uh, both went to Michigan. One played at Michigan. It was a tough go here uh, on that because we were playing simultaneous in the TCU right. game. And if there would have been a goalie interference, or a, we would have been screwed uh, in that. Because those two were really invested on the Big Blue that night. <laughs> now, you're from uh, way upstate New York, almost to the Canadian border. Were you born a, a Buffalo fan, by the way? Or is, is that, was that your team? Huge, great question. A huge Buffalo Bills fan. I just, I never really had a hockey team. I was passionate about two teams growing up: the Montreal Expos, because it was literally seventy miles from my home. We'd go all the time, and the Buffalo Bills. It was just our team, the, the Northern New York, the Upstate team. Huge passion. Um, and I, I know it sounds crazy, but I've mentioned them. I don't know, you know, a bunch of times. Todd Beam, as you guys know, yes. is a huge Buffalo Bills fan. So we have a blast around here because it is our team and. Uh, the Bills sent me a helmet last week. Uh-huh. It was like one of the greatest. It was it was phenomenal, and I literally was was doing some play options with the helmet on in the <laughs> office the other day. We were having a blast with it, but it was uh, yes. I'm a huge, you know, like I'm more of a fan of individuals. Obviously, I coach the National Hockey League, and so I'm not really a, a, a fan of much, many teams. But the, the Buffalo Bills are an actual, absolute huge passion of mine. So why did they get it done? This is the year. Uh, I'm, I'm every day. Beamer and I, we have our little chat on where the state of the union. He's a little more negative than I am. Uh, he just keeps bringing up all these injuries on D, which I'm fine. But but it's been it's been a blast to watch them uh, grow the last couple of years, and obviously. Uh, it will be very invested uh, come Sunday through the playoffs. Well, it's been a blast watching you guys get to where you are. Hopefully, continue. We'll we'll talk to you soon and. Uh, Good luck next uh, tomorrow night against uh, yep. the Blue Jackets before you hit the road. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. That's uh, Derek Newsy Lalone, head coach of the Red Wings here. Stoney and Jansen, 97-1, the ticket. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.